When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal. Welcome to the Action and Ambition podcast. I'm your host today, Chase Geiser. And with us, we have a very special guest. Mark Lasik is the author of So Who is in Your Circle and the founder and CEO of the My Circle app. This book and app combination was thoughtfully designed to encourage people to be more deliberate about the people in their lives and the social circles they should reside. Before starting the Circles Movement, Mark, aka The Loyalty Guy, ran the Frequent Flyer Rewards Program for Northwest Airlines, now formerly known as Delta Airlines, Sky Miles. Additionally, Mark went on to found and co-found two major agencies, the LASIK Group, Denali, now part of ICF Next. Mark and his team helped companies find and keep their best customers. Clients included American Express, Delta, Singapore Airlines, Starwood Hotels, Hyatt Hotels, National Car, and more. He is on his ninth startup company with the 10th soon to launch. Mark has taken the skills he has used to find and keep customers to know, identify, and keep close to those people who mean the most to him. He has a simple philosophy based on being deliberate about the people you spend your time with, eliminated wasting your time on social media, and building your own personal network. Mark believes spending time with the people who matter is good for your mental health and will bring you more joy and fulfillment than anything else. Passionate, entrepreneurial, fun, and driven, Mark believes in what he has created as a tool all should adopt for their personal benefit. Mark, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the Action and Ambition podcast. How are you, sir? I am very well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So one of the questions I like to start with is specifically when speaking with serial entrepreneurs is, where was your head at when you were 18? My head was that anything was possible. I, uh, I looked at magazines and newspapers and saw the pictures of people and the stories behind them. And I said, I can be just like them. And I had probably a um, unjustified uh, 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 confidence, but I felt that if I pushed hard enough and I believed in myself and I worked hard that anything was possible. I, I remember, uh, a quote in one of my graduation cards, it said, uh, whatever the man, uh, mind can conceive, man can achieve. Mm-hmm. And so I always, I always believed that whatever I could dream up, that I could actually make it real. So what was your first big dream? My first big dream, to be totally honest, was to be president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late, man. No, no my, my, my guidance counselor told that to my mom when I was like, 15 years old. That was my first big dream. And I went to law school for a while. And, you know, I guess I had crazy, crazy dreams. But, um, you know, after that, the main thing was I just wanted to be independent. I Uh, wanted to be 
be on my own. I wanted to chart my own course, you know, write my own play. And I, I, I learned that early on in the corporate world. I was in the corporate world with Northwest Airlines, Republic Airlines, which was, at, they were absolutely amazing as far as learning and uh, industries to be in that were fun. But I knew early on that I had to, I had to write my own, my, my own script. So what was the first thing that you did on your own? The first thing I did on my own was start a company uh, with a partner who happened to be on my staff at Northwest. It's called the LASIK Group. It's here in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, as of 2022, it was the second largest agency in the state of Minnesota. So we took an idea. Yeah, we took an idea. We, we started off in a 10 by 10 office and we were called the LASIK Group. And I put the word worldwide under, underneath it. And, and we, we worked our way into our dream. We ended up with uh, offices in Tokyo, Seoul, Singapore, Sydney, Auckland, Atlanta and Minneapolis and grew to 200 people in less than 24 months. So tell me a little bit about what the Lacey Group specifically did. When you say agency, was it like an ad agency or just a consulting agency? Now, you know what? I, I'm a big believer that you go narrow and deep. And so okay. we started off as a loyalty agency. And so we ran the frequent flyer program for Delta Airlines. Okay. Ran our program for National. We ran Starwood Hotels frequent guest program. So we were very, very specific that we were about finding and keeping your best customers. Mm, and it worked nice. extremely well. So what did you do uh, after, what was your sort of next project after the Lacey Group had legs? Well, you know, it was so, it's, it's going to sound very erratic, but- uh, That's great. You know, all of a sudden, I, I started a hotel, like a real estate development, and I created a hotel hockey arena, uh, theater, small mall, and uh, took this little town in northern Wisconsin and changed its DNA to become a, a destination instead of just a place that people drove through. So and when you run for mayor. Yeah. I know I could have, but no, I, I, I did not want to. That's, that's also where my weekend cabin was. So Ah. Uh, that, it got a little complicated, but anyway, uh, it was a fantastic adventure. And then that was right at the time the internet was really starting to explode. And so I started a company called MilePoint, which was the first place where you could take your frequent flyer miles and actually exchange them for goods on the internet. Oh, so that's buy, pretty cool. Yeah, you could buy, we were way ahead of our time. You could buy $100 from Amazon with $80 cash and 2,000 miles. So it was really good value. You know, your basket was $100, but you only paid 80 because you converted some of your miles. And so, um, you know, that, that was one. And then went on. Um, one of the companies right now went on to start another agency, uh, Denali, which we sold to ICF Next out of Washington, D.C. But the one that's most interesting uh, is now called One Cause. And it's a mobile bidding platform. So if you go to a black tie event, in the old days, you had to, if you're at an auction, you had to go back and always up your bid, put your name in. You had to hover. On the card. Yeah. Yeah. You had to yeah. hover. Well, what we did is we put that all onto a phone. So when you walk into an event that's sponsored by one cause, you download our app and every, every item in the auction is there. 
And so you can go and bid on something. And if you're outbid, it automatically notifies you and you can rebid again. So uh, when you use our um, platform, you get an average of seven bids per item. If you just do the old fashioned way, you only get three bids per item. We have recently, we just recently crossed $5 billion raised for uh, charities. Wow, that is awesome. Plus you have a list of a very special oh, list yeah. of wealthy yeah, donors it's now. It's like the top 1% of America. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. It's, so it's been amazing. So it's it's always fascinating to me when entrepreneurs find success in several seemingly unconnected or disconnected ventures over and over again. You know, it's it's a lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of thinking because they're good at one thing that they'll be good at all sorts of things. They try other things like Trump stakes, right? And yeah, that fails, exactly. right? But with right. you, you've actually pulled it off. So how yeah. is it that you've accomplished that? You know what? It's, it's, it's a very, my uh, career is very varied. And uh, it's, it's on purpose because I think my DNA is one in which I get bored easily. So my uh, general road is I take an idea and get it to the point where it's successful and it's generating revenue and it's profitable. And then I, I tend to go on to the next one, but I have mm -hmm. a three pronged approach. It's very simple. Number one is focus. I, I always call it the dot on the wall. I recently had a company and I literally put a big three foot wide dot on the wall and said 519. And I started the company in 2017. I said, we're going to be $5 million in 2019 in revenue. And every day, every staff member that came in saw the big dot on the wall. There was no, there was no misunderstanding as to what our mission was. So number one, get focused and be, be, be narrow as opposed to wide. So go deep into something. The second, second thing was to surround yourself with people that often are smarter than you. You have to take your ego out of the way and say, what is it that I'm either not good at or I don't like to do? And find a person that's just loves to do that and they're really good at it. And the third thing is life's too short. We spend too much time in our, our work life not to have fun. So I mm. always believe that culture and celebrating your successes and just creating an environment where people want to work is important. I've won, uh, my companies have three times have won best places to work. And that's all about culture. Mm. So tell me a little bit about your, your book. So who is in your circle and, and the app that uh, goes along with it? Sure. No, thank, thank you. Well, this concept came to me through, through a business connection. I, a long time ago, when we started the LASIK group, my first company, we ended up expanding quickly. And before you knew it, well, you know, I had these offices around the world, you know, 30 some people in Singapore, 30 some in Atlanta, same thing in, in uh, Sydney, Australia. And I was trying to figure out how do you replicate the culture we had in Minneapolis. And I had a mentor who basically had this concept, he said, if you have 25 people in your organization, you need to touch them personally every day 
in some way. You know, John, how did your son do at his baseball game last night? Paula, how's your mom doing? Uh, Bill, come on in and look at my creative. Give me your opinion. And so I tried to um, create that culture that meant that whoever was leading the organization was, um, was very engaged with the, with the people they had. So it worked really well in business. It created, you know, we're now the second largest agency in the state of Minnesota um, and, and probably the second largest loyalty agency in the world. And uh, so I just applied that. All of a sudden the internet blew up and social media blew up. And next thing you know, everyone wanted to be your friend. Who could you connect with? Who could you follow? Who could you engage with? And pretty soon people started having these connections that were meaningless, but a lot of people took that as a badge of honor. How many people can I get to right. be my friends, to connect with, to whatever? And these were shallow relationships at best. And uh, at worst, they were taking up a lot of your time. Mm. And so my, my philosophy is very simple. I looked at my parents' generation and the one thing that hasn't changed is time. I have no more time today uh, than my mom and dad did in 19, 1960, 1970. But the average person has 600 relationships now. If you're not 40 years old and you've been somewhat social, you will have 600 people that you know. Yet time and, and research has shown that we only have the bandwidth to handle about 150, mm. you know? So that's the reality. There's no way one can manage 600 people and have any semblance of a real relationship. So my book is all about creating um, your circles, starting with your inner circle, which is five people, your five best. And then, then it goes to your next 25, and then it's to friends, then it's to acquaintances, and the last circle is let go. And there's a point in your life where you just have to let go of people. It has nothing to do whether they're good people or not. It just means if you wanna be the best friend or have the greatest relationship with the people that really matter, you have to have the time to do it. And the only way to do that is you need to let go of some of those people that you just, for whatever reason, um, are not going to have the time to do that. So it's, it's really a prioritization strategy. So how do you, how do you cut somebody loose? Uh, very good like question. a band-aid right off. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my life. <laughs> very, very good question. I'd say, I'd say the best thing I always say it's, it's in my book. It is, you just kind of stop the general communication. So it's just ghost. Well, not totally ghost, but the likelihood that you're getting a lot of communications with them is probably minimal. So right. whenever they engage with you, you always engage with them. That's just being a good human being. But you stop doing things like, hey, let's have dinner. I right. used to do this. I'd run into someone in the mall and I hadn't seen them for five years. I mean, nothing. And the first thing being what we call Minnesota nice I'd say, come on, hey, let's have dinner. And then I'd walk away and go, I just obligated myself for a night of my life with a, with person, a person I'll I never see for five years. I'll never see again. 
<laughs> and so it, what it does, it gives you permission. It gives you permission to uh, focus on the people that matter the most. And the only way to do that is you have to make some tough calls and you have to let people go. And so the best thing to do is just not engage. And when they do engage, engage with them, but not over-engage. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not get to the, play, to, to the point where you're making commitments. And it works. Right. So how does the app help people sort of live according to this philosophy outlined in the book? Well, it's a very, you know, the book is the, the what and the why, and the app is the how. So you literally plug into the app and into your phone, and it will take all of the people in your contacts on the phone. It brings them up, and you simply slide the people into which circle they should be in. So you're going through the list, and you're like, well, here's Jim Jones. He's, uh, he's in my inner He's circle. a really nice pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great sunglasses. Very, yeah, very, very bad. Very bad uh, example, but you know, you go, you go through the names and you, you literally, you will in your mind, once you read my book, you will know exactly if this person is in circle one, two, three, four, or five. And then you just put in, it's, it's amazing for the first time in your life, you will look at all the relationships you have and you can see them with one uh, perspective you can see in which circle they're at. And now that you realize this person is in circle three or circle two, when you're engaging with them, you engage with them differently because you know what they mean to you on a relative basis. Mm. So it's, it's so interesting. And you've never looked, well, because here's the deal. Most people never spend the time thinking about their relationships and how they fit into their life. This app gives you the opportunity for once to take everyone in your life and put them where you think they are relative to you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an amazing eye-opening experience. It reminds me a little else. bit. I was, I was going to say, it reminds me a little bit of uh, an episode I was watching with Joe Rogan where he had uh, Tim Dillon on and he said, I've got three phones. I've got my A phone, my B phone, and my C phone. Yep. And my A phone is the people that I want to keep in touch with, you know, regularly. Yep. My B phone is, you know, kind of. My C phone is like, you know, back burner. He's like, don't yep. worry, though. You're on my A phone. And yeah, that's basically the same philosophy that he's it, it, been forced to adopt because everybody wants to do business with him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, this app is for everybody. It's for hmm. it's for everybody. And it's... Uh, eye-opening at minimum and uh and and at maximum it really helps you figure out how you're going to allocate your time and my my whole philosophy is we all all we have is time and none of us knows how much so Mm. whatever time we have make sure you're spending it with the people that are going to make your life as joyful as rich as educational uh, as it can be. And it's that that's in being, being deliberate. I think the best word I can use is deliberate, mm. be deliberate about the people you spend your time with. 
It's not, it's not much more difficult than that. But most people, including myself, until I put this book together, an app, I was the same way. People were streaming through my life and I wasn't necessarily differentiating. I still knew who my best friends were and did all sure. of that. But I got, I, I, I was pulled off onto the, you know, side streets often. And mm. only, beca only because you're trying to be nice to someone, uh, you're trying to treat them like a good human being. And uh, the result was you were taking away your, your precious time. Mm. So where can people find you and follow you as well as engage with the app and get the book? Well, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn, just under my name on LinkedIn. That's, that's easy way to, to follow me. Um, the best thing to go is, is go to my-circle.com, my-circle.com. And from there, you can order the book and, and, and find out more about the book. And you can order it on Amazon or on Barnes and Noble, and uh, either hardcover co or paperback. And um, you know, I go with the book, and there's also uh, you can access the app fr from there too. So my-circle.com is the best place to go, and it's easy entree into either the book or to the app. Well, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the Action and Ambition podcast, and. Uh, I hope that you'll come back and join us after some time passes and keep us updated as to what the next big project is that you're working on. Okay. Cause I've got a feeling okay. you got a few more things down the road. Yeah. Lined up. There are, yeah, there are a couple of things coming up here soon. So yeah, I appreciate you having me on. It was very, it was an honor to be on with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind-the-scenes footage, and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Action and Ambition, and we'll see you on the next episode. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.